0: I guess, yeah, I mean the, the, the biggest thing I hold on to is just, you know, try to have big dreams, always you know, it doesn't really matter if you, you make it or not I mean, if you're happy where you are if you can look at the place where you're standing right now and be happy with that, it doesn't really matter if you have big dreams or if you fail at achieving big dreams in my opinion, yeah. you know um, one of the, the motto's of the the company is—it's—it's it's all about the journey, not the destination. Yeah, and yeah. To me, you know, that is—that is just it. I mean, why wouldn't you dream big? Why wouldn't you think about all these cool things that you—you you like?
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. This week, we are heading out to the Netherlands to speak to an old friend of mine, Patrick. We first met when he stayed at my place in Australia while he was following his passion, which is traveling, same as mine. As I've recently moved to Germany, we reconnected and it turns out that he has not only continued to follow his passion, but has in fact created a business around it as well. Listen in as we find out about the importance of loving what you do, having big dreams, and chasing the life that you want. This is your first week tuning into the success shift. Then, welcome. This show all about growth and development. And at the early stages of this show, I was actually only on Facebook and YouTube. And as I learned how to do a podcast, the show grew. Now, what you're about to hear is the raw and unedited version of that interview. And I want to keep it raw so that you can see the growth as it happens. The actual interview begins just after the five minute mark, so feel free to skip ahead. Alrighty, hello, hello, hello everybody, welcome, welcome, episode nine of the Success Shift today, hope you can all hear me, perfect, we'll be getting started in just a minute, a couple of minutes to the hour, very excited today, I'll be speaking with an old friend who I rekindled with. years ago so very much is to important today. <laughs> Hope you've had a fantastic weekend. Couple minutes to go here, and we'll be getting started.
0: Alrighty, hey buddy, how you doing? Do that yourself.
1: Good. Just going to stop this. And uh, how are we doing today? Good.
0: A Bit tired to be. <laughs> a bit tired to be honest. <laughs> yeah, tired. yeah. I got it. naked every day. <laughs>
1: Had an early morning myself this morning but welcome welcome everybody welcome Pat good to have you on here we are live for episode 9 of the success shift where we figure out what it takes uh, to shift in the mind to sort of become successful I like to talk to people who have either been successful or believe they are successful and figure out exactly what happens sort of more on an internal level within the mind um, in order to get to the success that they're at I have a th- hypothesis that I uh, Believing that you're successful actually helps as a catalyst to becoming successful. And so through a series of uh, this new episode that I've started, I'd like to see if that is true, what others' opinions are, and sort of the journey they've gotten to where they are. So thank you very much for joining me today, Patrick. Pat, Patrick? I, haven't, I think I've ever called you Patrick.
0: I don't know. Probably not. Like Maybe sometimes. have <laughs> got more serious.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for those that don't know, obviously, I met Pat, Pat uh, about five years ago now when he was traveling through Australia and came and stayed at my place down in Oz. And now five years later, here we are on the other side of the world around your end of hometown. I'm in Germany and you're just across the road. Um, but you've had a quite a little adventure over the last five years. You've managed to turn your passion, would I say into a business and had a very exciting little time since i spoke to you last. So, uh, would you tell us a little bit about that and what you've been up to the last few years?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, well, when, you know, when we met five years ago it was sort of, you know, like during my travels, you, you, you come across a lot of different people, um, that inspire you besides the dreams that you already had and sort of created a certain point of view, what I wanted to do when I got home and the things I wanted to, well, maybe not accomplish, but you know, want to try and accomplish rather you know, at that time, it wasn't really know, I was a bit afraid myself to actually jump in at all. But I had big dreams. And, you know, um, I went for it. And by now, a couple of them came true, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm very happy about that. You know, when I was traveling, I was I was sort of I started dreaming about, you know, building my own house and um, wanted to incorporate uh, traveling and and my passion for building stuff like that, uh, to be um, you know, part of my, my daily, daily work and, and see if I could do something with that and make a living of it. And well, I wouldn't say I made sort of like, I mean, it's not my living, but I'm, I'm traveling, I'm building stuff. I'm making things with cool people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess, I guess it turned out quite well. It turned out quite well.
1: Yeah. Nice. They say, you know, love what you do. You don't work a day in your life. So if you're doing what you love, then I suppose that's good. You know, it's success to me. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I um, mean, yeah. I like when I got home. I so I got in contact with um with a company that was just starting up. I saw an advert on Facebook where they were asking for some creative people to make a couple of cool things on their on their campsite and uh, yeah, in the forest in Biscarrosse in France, where they they were building a surf camp. So fight um, for it, and that sort of got the ball rolling. That was it wasn't that long after after I came back, actually, it was just, you know, it's sheer luck that I found yeah, the effort on Facebook. Um, yes. and, but yeah, I mean, I mean, from there, it basically just started it all. I mean, um, in, in a couple of years, I, I started being more, getting more in, in yeah, involved in the company and, um, building more and more things. First of all, it was know on a volunteering base and then it got a bit more serious where i was making some cash on the side you know like a side gig besides my usual work um and very luckily like when i just got back which is sort of like a big part of the story as well when i got back um one of my old friends they he asked me to come and work at his company for about two and a half months which was carpentry um and i i didn't really have any expertise with all of that so um being creative and and you know technical that was a pretty cool thing to do so i said yes and tried it out for two and a half months and after that i sort of you know didn't really leave and got to get more experience in that and slightly after that um i got involved with the creative side of building stuff on a surf camp which was at the time um well i mean I, I didn't have that much experience. So I was a bit bluffing as well, you know.
1: Make <laughs> it till you make it, man.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But um, I got experience along the way. And, um, you know, the company kept growing. And now um, they, you know, they are uh, quite a big, big play in the European market. And I am, you know, basically one of the top men in the technical aspects of it. Um, Whereas I, I work with a lot of volunteers as well, and a lot of close friends of mine who also have a, a big passion for building, constructing and, you know, creative building, creative things. So, um, yeah, from what 2017, I guess it was when I got involved 2000 end of 2016, 2017, um, I got involved and then, you know, uh, it got me, where, um, which is Having my own company, building stuff and designing stuff for for the same organization still, also doing a lot of things on the side through my own company. Um, yes. I know. I think it's, uh, yeah, it developed quite well, and um, I'm, you know, most of all, I'm having having a lot of fun while doing it. So I guess that's, you know, that speaks for itself.
1: That's the key, isn't it? So because people who don't might not understand, but you're basically going in and you're completely building these camps from scratch aren't you so you're going into like a forest or into the beach side or something like that and you're completely building these camps up for everything for these people to come along and have their what two week or one week camp retreat sort of thing
0: aren't you is that how it works basically yeah 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 we we don't really have a our own campsite yet we were busy with that before the whole corona thing but um you know being, you know, everything being unstable right now, it's not really a a good foundation for big investments. We are still working working with, um, you know, local campsites and they, they allow us to build a lot of cool stuff. Like we, you know, we ask them up front and make, make deals and stuff with them. But, um, most of it has to be broken down. So, um, yeah, we go in, um, start from scratch and you know, build a lot of creative things and, and think out the whole concept. Uh, yeah. Involving well the layout and everything, for example, in, in Sweden, we built a camp. It wasn't a surf camp. It was a more like a, a wilderness survival themed, uh, thing. And, um, yeah, 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 me too. Like it was, <laughs> it was really cool. Like the whole environment there and, um, all the people, the camp owner is a bit of a a strange lady, but she yeah. is very awesome. Like, like, yeah. I you really... live in the
1: bush, you get that way, don't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, she had a, a beautiful, pristine green field um, where we were planning on building the tents on platforms with their own terraces and everything. But, like, getting there, we, you know, we were thinking, like, look, that, that field is just very nice. It looks a bit like a, you know, like a small Hobbiton, you know, very green field with some rocks and some trees. And, nice. You know, you know, slight hilly waterside view, and it was just a shame to put, you know, put, put the tents on on there. So what we did was we we actually just decided to move everything into the forest, which was just on the edge of the, the green field. Um, it was a lot more wood, but now we have you know platforms that are what like half a meter, eighty centimeters above ground, with a staircase to them, just oh, wow. on the edge of the green field. Then um, <laughs> it was. You know, working with volunteers and stuff, we, we decided as a team, which was cool, but in the end, we had to manually lift uh, 136,000 kilos of wood.
1: It's uh, <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> so just, just to make it a little bit nasty, like, you know what, let's just manually lift this 136,000 kilos. <laughs> Is that what it was? Of, of wood into this box. Yeah. And, and you're working with all volunteers as well, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're sort of like, they're, they're, they're a bit paid um they get yeah they they get like a volunteering fee and um but apart from that you know everything is everything is worked out for them so they have you know it doesn't cost them a thing and you know try to make it as fun as possible for them as well but uh, on this, well, I mean, we had a lot of people that loved working, so that's you know, the working saying. part, <laughs> the working part was a lot of fun for them. But yeah, looking at the hours, you know, we made a decision as a group, so you know, um, everyone, everybody stood behind it. But it meant during a, a during the course of four weeks that we had to work about ten to twelve hours a day, and we we ended up with having two rest days in four weeks. So that's um, crazy. The, yeah, I mean, it was it was hard work, but it was in the sun. We had this sun on, on on a platform floating in the middle of the lake. We had canoes where we could go on a little side trip, you know. At the end of the day, and um, but yeah, all the locals came and, and were looking at the, the piles of wood that were that were delivered for us. And in the beginning, they were you know they were like, "What are you going to do with it? You're not going to you know how are you going to achieve this? You know it's not going to work." <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> they they came back at the end, and they were like, "All right, Matt, respect for this." <laughs> this is <laughs> That's uh, cool. This
1: <laughs> so so here you are out in the bush of, Sw- did you say Switzerland or Sweden? S- Sweden?
0: Sweden. 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 Yep.
1: So you're up up in Sweden with fourteen volunteers, <laughs> and you've got two four weeks or two weeks four weeks to
0: four four weeks. Yep.
1: Four weeks yep. to get this piles of wood into this beautiful campsite and they're all volunteers. That's a pretty impressive feat. Like that, that must be something you can be proud of because I mean, you get paid workers to do that, that kind of work and then, you know, you don't get that kind of response. But I suppose in that environment, setting the right scene, setting the right tone, giving them the right attitude and the right envirom- like in the right environment, like the right environment with the fun things to do. Uh, it's crazy how much better we can perform and how much happier people are to actually do the work because you managed to get it done which is
0: amazing yeah we did in the end yeah yeah which um it's sort of like for us it's a it's a good lesson as well we we this year again we, we took that 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 specific project as an example of how to Approach other projects, you know. We, and I mean, it's up to us to to not begin with such a workload. Um, we aim a little a little lower than that, obviously. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, we got all this work done with volunteers. Uh, people like they want to come back. They 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 saw it as a very very cool cool thing to do. Um, They did agree that, you know, maybe next time it would be nice to, you know, lower the the workload a bit. But since we made a decision altogether that we should change plans, we knew that it was going to be a lot of work. And everybody agreed that, you know, in order to make a camp that is not just great, but just, you know, Amazing or spectacular, um, we, we were going to do that. But I don't think everybody expected it to be that much work, to be <laughs> honest.
1: The idea was good. The, the workload, maybe not so much.
0: Yeah, no. But um, it, at the end, we, you know, like you, you can do a lot of things to make, you know, to keep people happy or to have fun with the group as, as long as everybody is having fun. Um, and, and you, you know, you managed to keep each other happy because it's not just, you know, me being there as a project leader, but it's just a, a group, group ethic as well. Uh, luckily we had a lot of amazing people that, you know, not only loved working hard and got a lot of satif- satisfaction out of it. They also knew how to motivate each other and watch each other's backs and, um, creating an environment as a group is very, very rewarding. Um, yeah. Because I can
1: imagine yeah. you'd have those days where you just sort of hit the wall and you're just like, fuck this, I don't want to be here, why have I done this? <laughs> and I think, as you're saying, having that group of people around you to motivate you to have you, you know, pick you up when you're down or have, have you pat on the back, like, it's going to be all right, we can get through this, makes it so much easier. You know, if, if you get to those points and you're like, what have I done? This is too hard and you've got no one around you, it's so much easier to quit. Or if you've got a bunch of other people who you have to fight against or hide your feelings around, then it, again, it becomes harder and harder. But I think if you've got that positive frame of mind and you've got that good environment and people are open and honest and you, you have those people who pick you up and you know, give you that slap on the back and be like, it's going to be all right, we can get through this, then it becomes so much easier to get those massive chores done. I mean, what you've done in 14 weeks with such a small amount of people is pretty impressive. So I can imagine you know, having that, I'd, I'd say camaraderie amongst the group definitely makes a
0: difference would you agree yeah yeah definitely like we did become sort of like a family you know i mean if you're together for four weeks working that many hours um we didn't really have like we had a to sleep in um so we didn't really have our own space you know so we had to be together the whole day and entertain each other and in the evenings obviously you know we're drinking a couple of beers playing some games and Um, But in the end, I think one of the the coolest things was that um, we had this thing that, you know, we gave two people the job of cooking something they wanted to cook and it didn't really matter how much time they would spend in the kitchen or whatever, you know, at the end of a hard work day, a meal is very, you know, a very nice thing (laughs) to have. Uh, Very
1: appreciated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, everything tastes better after a hard work day, but... You know, having two people spending the whole day cooking for the rest of the group, like they are getting a lot of satisfaction out of um out of like the, the reaction of the group to the food. Um, but also they have sort of like an easy day off, you know, they can go to the to the, the shopping mall and do the groceries and um land cook for a whole day it, it gives people a little bit of rest but also a lot of satisfaction and the evenings because of it was just like a, you know it was a, it was always a feast and always you know drinking beers afterwards doing the dishes together uh with loud music dancing you know like making fun of each other while doing it having jokes about what happened those days and most of the times like a lot of the jokes were about me being lazy and just walking around <laughs> while i was checking out bit, how people were doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, no it was uh, it was good fun like uh, there was a lot of respect towards each other in That's the group awesome. and uh, yeah, yeah we bonded really well so.
1: it's crazy I mean when so I don't know if I've told you this before but when I when COVID first hit obviously I was in Canada with the girlfriend and uh, we had this tiny school bus that we were living in we converted to a tiny home and my dream when everyone was going chaotic was just to piss off into the bush And just live out there and we could build some like a little environment have a few people like you know like a little commune sort of thing and actually build up a little area have some people cook like a fireplace and have like a little community away from where all the chaos was in in the towns Um, unfortunately that didn't happen but that was kind of like my ideal dream and here here you are um, in Sweden doing the same thing you got you know a bunch of mates around you're all having a laugh building some stuff in the forest you're there for four weeks camping and you're getting paid to do it even better. So it's, it's really, it's funny the way that something that I kind of dreamed of doing at one point is you, you've turned into like a job, which I think is really, really cool. So what other camps and um, places have you been? Obviously, you had the Sweden one. Was there any other big workloads that you had similar to that in your travels or in your camp setups?
0: Oh, I think, yeah, there were a couple of camps. So first, we did one in the Netherlands, um, just home base and... Um, that was a cool start, start of the the summer. And after that, that, that was quite nice because there were a couple of people from Belgium as well. Um, we've got two locations where our company is is located, which is in, uh, in the Netherlands and in Belgium. Um, and a couple of the Belgium guys came over to help us with our build because, well, you know, due, due to Corona, there weren't that many other things to do. So and the interaction between us and them was actually quite, you know, quite fun. And three of them came up to me afterwards and said, but look, I don't know where you're going after this, but you know, just take me with you. And they ended up joining me for about two and a half months
1: oh, wow. on all
0: these different projects, which was, uh, yeah. So, you know, at some point, you know, more and more people started gathering and out of the 10 people in Sweden, um, like six of them, um, actually were with me during the whole course of the summer That's and, cool. um, yeah, so basically formed our own little team, which just you know came to be out of out of nowhere. Um, all sort of like what you said as well. You wanted to get out of the whole chaos and everything, and they they were thinking the same because we were on those camps for four weeks with only us. There were no guests because it was pre-season. Yeah. And. Um, that basically meant we were in lockdown together, just working and doing a lot of fun things, but we yeah. didn't have to care about corona at all. So, every single camp we went to, we just, you know, we're in our own little bubble, uh, living the good life and not minding, you know, all the things that were happening outside, which was, yeah, you all know, chaos. a blessing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's
1: awesome. I suppose that's. Was... Um, Sorry, go on. Hmm? I, was, I, was going to say. Oh, no,
0: I just wanted to say uh, about the, the, the camps. Like I went to, to, to Spain, France, Sweden, um, the Netherlands, and then, you know, switched between them a couple of times. Yeah. So nice. I was a bit, of a, a bit of traveling, but, you know, quite cool.
1: So you, got, so you had camps all around Europe? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, be con- continuing on as well, you'll be doing more camps. I mean, obviously it's a bit different. Do you do them in the winter when it gets all cold, or is it just the, the summer season?
0: Um, we do have a winter camp, which one of them is, uh, is up in the Netherlands and one is in, um, in France and they are also a bit more wilderness based, like the one in, um, which is pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm very proud of this. this is the one in the Netherlands. I mean, it's not on the international lonely planet, but like we got an item inside in the, in the lonely planet nice and uh, just a couple of weeks ago uh, about the gotcha. camp and awesome. yeah it's getting very very good reviews which is uh the concept is just we have um, a mongolian units inside the um inside a forest which you know you from from that base you can do a lot of hikes walks we do um cult training with the you know that you know training how, you know yourself how to how to breathe when you hear cold water and we have two, sorry,
1: like Wim Hof sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, um, there's a lot of yoga sessions, meditation in the forest. Um, one of those, um, sweating hot ceremonies that, um, the old shamans did, oh, yeah. uh, we do as well. Um, you know, and, and basically it's a big tent with, um, we went to all these second-hand stores and got all these cool old furnitures and um, basically built like a, you know a living space under a tent where everybody can gather and uh, play board games or you know uh, sit beside a fire and a campfire and nice. so very yeah very a big like a very warm feeling when you get there and you know we try to be very I know the crew as well like interact with the guests a lot and make sure they they are happy and, and you know try to you know be on top of our game with all of that so um we're very glad that this is you know getting the scores that that they are getting now and especially you know getting into magazines and stuff like learning planet which is sounds you know, awesome. at least something i would i would have never dreamt of because it was my you know my to go to book when i was traveling through australia <laughs>
1: yeah exactly they would yeah, that, that's funny because um, it sounds like an absolute dream, sort of like holiday kind of thing or a resort. Like when you, the more you talk about them, the more I'm like, I want to go to one of these things and I want, I want to get out into the bush. But you've got what, like ten employees and how, how many guests, like fifteen guests or something, all in this little commune for three weeks or something. How long do they? We've um,
0: go got eight. Yeah, we've got eighteen accommodations, which um, eighteen units, which is like they can house two to four people. Um, so it really depends on like how many people book during week and if everything is sold out but um yeah it's it's not that bad um so on top of it let's say four people is got 72 guests and um we only have you know four or five employees there um uh, it's it's not that much but like people what you do is you train people how to chop wood you know a company them with it um, we have one person that's trained in yoga uh, and meditation you know they're mainly focused on that people could just sign up to go and join those sessions and there's one separate person which is the, um, uh, the sweating ceremony um, which we contacted from the outside we don't have all the tools and, and knowledge Inside our organization to to host those ceremonies, but in, you know, we were thinking it was, it's going to be a very very nice addition to the camp. So he, yeah, he cool. came from the outside, built up his whole thing over there, and then he's organized basically on his own, but inside our concept, which is uh, very cool. Like uh, I, I've you know became nice friends with the guys, so or like he you know he's very relaxed, very calm, and just very nice to speak to and now oh, know he seems like a good suit suitor to to do those things obviously he is because he's you know it's his job yeah. but <laughs> that's but awesome, you know man. you get a, yeah when you talk to him you just get the sense of of calm you know <laughs> this yeah. of calmness yeah well, i mean if yeah. you take that
1: as a career path um and you're doing it all the time you'd hope that it works to a sense that you're super calm all the time yeah no that, that's that's really cool i like like I said, the more the more we talk about it, the more I, I want to go to one of these camps. And you haven't been affected by Corona either, have you? Because you've got abilities to sort of get out in the bush and sort of still do your thing.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 actually quite strange because we are a travel organization. Um but we managed to grow about three hundred and fifty percent in the last three years. Wow. During Corona, which is um yeah, pretty 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 cool but um I don't know I think it's because I made a base a basis was a surfing festival mm-hmm. which is a week with um you know basically a surfing camp but um we try to do it a bit more festive um you have a camp as well but you can be so the week that people have some days off relaxing days and they can also go surfing on the days where they have a bit, you know, a bit more time on their hands. Mm-hmm. But around all of that, we have singer songwriters and bands and stuff. They come up and, you know, as well, and we have beach parties. Um, I don't know. I think we tried to, we try to find a very good balance between surfing, you know, being active as well, and having resting days in between with a little bit of party, and a little bit of, you know, musical interference. Um, but now, obviously, you know, all the festivities they 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 can't go on. But we still have our camp, so we That's fell cool. back onto yeah, we fell back on, on onto our camp concept really, and just you know exploited that a lot. Um, which in in these times is pretty much the best get anyway. Didn't really, much.
1: I mean, the idea of going away into the wilderness and having you know a week of meditation and yoga retreat. You know, out somewhere in Sweden, where by a by a lake or somewhere like that, which is super peaceful, is sounds amazing to me. It sounds chaos that is happening around us at the moment. You know, um, sounds sounds awesome. Oh, have I have I lost you there? Do we still have connection?
0: No, I think so. I'm just checking. Maybe the the line. Thinking about switching really quick to my I don't know, back like Zoom? Like if I switched. Off. Hey.
1: Let's
0: see. This is better. All right. Um this can you hear me now? Should be better now, eh?
1: I I can yeah, I can still hear I, I don't know if it's your end or my end. It happened this happened last week as well, I think. Uh, happened a bit with the weather, but hopefully we can. I can still hear. You. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, no, this is perfect. Okay, I just because cool. uh, it said it said I had an unstable internet connection, but I just switched to uh, to, to my hotspot on the oh, okay, phone, perfect. so it's a bit better now. Right, Should awesome. be fine from now on. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So yeah. you when
1: when when did you leave traveling? Because what were you doing before you went traveling? Because when I met you five years ago, you were deep into some travels as well weren't
0: you you were three or four years into traveling or was that um yeah basically i mean i wasn't gone the whole time i mean my adventure in australia and new zealand i combined them and did a little bit of asia you know pretty standard sort of road trip to go to at least from you know from netherlands and um that was about one and a half years but before that i did a lot of um I did a lot of traveling as well. I tried to combine travel with work. So basically I was working, traveling, working, traveling, combining those things. And, you know, sort of like the, the thing that I did, I mean, seemed to work for me. was like, I thought of like a travel or like a road trip that I wanted to do, let's say, you know, for the duration of two weeks, Mm -hmm. sort of calculate, calculate how much it would cost me, um, like approximately, um, And then work for you know the duration that i had saved up the money for the road trip plus the same amount as saving and then i would just leave and go do that trip and then come back and do exactly the same thing so that way i got to work save up money for you know layer times and got the travel as well. And, you know, that way, I don't know, like it, it worked for me. It was a very good com- concept for myself. And, and, um, and I managed to do actually quite a lot of traveling. So I wasn't gone the whole time, but I was doing that for, for over like two years before, before I actually went on a long road trip and work in Australia and such.
1: Nice. And during that time or when you're in Australia, did you actually go to a camp similar to what you're building now? Or it was this idea that sort of just came to you while you're traveling or
0: I don't know like this whole concept like it it, it developed through the growth of the company that i i did the volunteering for in the beginning um that's the thing i kind of rolled into it i didn't really know knew what to do when i got back uh but as soon as i came back didn't. i I mean i didn't have a plan i just went back home and just a couple of days yeah like a couple of days after that um, I actually was looking into, you know, starting a studies or whatever, um, cause I like, ah, I see. it felt, you know, it felt like I should, should, you know, should finish that as well, but it, it, it you know, it never really felt like me, you know, doing a yeah. master's or whatever. Um, I was more practical. <laughs> yeah. I was always, you know, a bit more practical, but then again, you know, when you society and stuff, they, they tell you okay do when you got you know you get your degree and such you you know you could have some you accomplish something you, get, you can get into all these companies which affected me as well and um, even overrated, overrated. <laughs> yeah even though during my travels you know i didn't really feel like it but then i got home i didn't really know what to do and it's what what i'm going to do i'm going to invest in some more studies and quite quickly i learned like look um, I might have to take my own path on this and, you know, see where I'll end up. And I don't know, somehow when, when I got to that thought, I, one of my friends, he invited me to come work at his company for only for two and a half months that ended up being four years before I, you know, started my own company, nice. but, um, yeah, that gave me the opportunity to, um, to learn um to learn how how to work wood um you know and and wood is a very very nice material to get creative with um before that i've worked with metal as well which is a bit harder to you know easily manipulate into (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) so but combining those two again is a very very cool cool way to build even you know very sound structures and um that way having be, having worked with both um you know i i can you know i know how to make very cool things it wasn't really planned to go and and follow this path but it it, it sort of showed itself along the way i nice. guess um, i had dreams i had, i didn't really have a plan i knew that i wanted to <laughs> make very cool things <laughs> i want to make some then, cool stuff and i'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah that was basically my answer always like people ask me what do you want to do it's like ah, i just want to make cool stuff <laughs> and they were me, well what do you want to make so i it doesn't really matter as long as you know creative, I, I don't know make something cool yeah and <laughs> so, so that was like the, i don't know like the, the the basis of it all and that came out to be what it is now which is uh yeah to me, very cool, cool it's thing, fun. getting to combine traveling with, you know, making cool stuff, which is even better than just <laughs> cool stuff.
1: Yeah. no. Yeah, no, no, I get to make cool stuff. But I get to make cool stuff while traveling and doing it in places all around the world. That, that yeah, is, exactly. That is cool. I think it has something, it says something for just sort of going with the flow because you knew what you wanted to do and that was make cool stuff. You didn't know how you were going to do it, but just being open and going with the flow and, you know, just sort of taking what comes you, fell into this opportunity which led to another one which led to another one which led you to this amazing position you're in now where your business is making cool stuff while you travel which is exactly what you wanted so it's just sort of followed followed your gut and followed your your intuition and the one thing led to the next which has led led you to the life that you you know I'd say your dream life but the life you wanted which is which is where you are now and have you got big plans to grow it still is it still on the the growth development stage or you sort of Um
0: always sort of I guess yeah I mean the the biggest thing I hold on to is just you know try to have big dreams always you know it doesn't really matter if you you make it or not I mean if you're happy where you are if you can look at the place where you're standing right now and be happy with that it doesn't really matter if you have big dreams or if you fail at achieving big dreams in my opinion yeah. you know um, one of the the of the the company is it's it's all about the journey not the destination yeah, and yeah. <laughs> to me you know that is that is just it i mean why wouldn't you dream big why wouldn't you think about all these cool things that you you like to achieve at some point um if you speak out loud if you tell people about them share your dreams maybe you can come together maybe you can form a team or maybe you can do it on your own or people can i don't know they can they can
1: point you in the right direction or make a connection yeah i mean all, something, yeah, exactly. an idea yeah i totally agree i think lots of people forget about the journey they're so wound up like get so focused on the destination like i gotta do this i gotta do this and i know i'm guilty for, for myself as of late especially we got the goal in mind and we have got this is where i want to be but we forget to enjoy the journey that it is there i was listening to Alex Mahoney, I think his name is, I probably butchered that name, but he's on YouTube and he was referencing similar to what Michael Jordan says. Uh, actually, I think it might have been Kobe, Kobe Bryant, when they're saying, one of the two, where they say that like the work is the, is the dream, you know, the getting up early, the training hard, the actual work, the pushing through and the doing is the dream. You know, you get to this final destination and you go, oh, okay, what next? And it's the same with the, the, the way that the dopamine is released in our brains. It's the, the dopamine released in the anticipation of something is actually higher than the dopamine released in the reward. And I remember watching, hearing about this reference, I think I was talking about this a few weeks back on my podcast, reference to a chocolate cake. You know, like you've got a bit of chocolate cake at home, you're waiting to get home, and the thought of having that chocolate cake all day is so good to you. And then when you get there, you eat it. It's like, ah, that was good, now what? It's that, it's that dopamine release of the, the desire of achieving something. And we get, sometimes we get so wound up on achieving it that we forget to appreciate how far we've come appreciate the journey we're on and pr- appreciate the efforts we've done to get to where we are and the challenges that come along the way and how we overcome those challenges and how we step forward and how we grow and develop during that process of actually trying to achieve that. Because most of the time we get them like school, All right, now, now what's next? You know, that's what human nature is, is. We just, we want something more. And that's why I think it's really important to, as you said earlier, dream big cause dream massive dream bigger than yeah. you can even think you're dreaming because even if you get halfway there to the dream that's 10 times bigger than it is now you're still gonna be much better off than you are now you know what i mean don't dream small and then achieve it and be like hooray dream 10 times bigger and then fail halfway and still be 10 times ahead of where you are now and i think it's exactly something that so many people don't aren't taught to do they're not taught to dream big they're not taught to have these huge goals and Dream about them, even if they've got no idea how they're going to achieve them, which I think is also quite important. It doesn't matter if you know how or you know the plan or anything like that. Have your dream. And as you said, speak it out loud. Say it to people. And it will come together as it comes together.
0: Exactly. I mean, I've even noticed that, you know, when you dare to dream big, because as you say, it's not, not always a set thing for people to dream big. But if you dare to dream big, you know, at first... Maybe people, they react like, oh, wait, wait. you know, you're never going to achieve it. So it's fine. It doesn't matter. You yeah. Know? Like, even if I fail, people learn from their mistakes way better than they learn from anything else. You know, even if I fail, I can try again or maybe not. That's my own decision. But I will have learned something. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I, learned, uh, I'll learn
0: that I will learn. I'll hate something. that
1: or I'll learn not to do it that way and I'll do it some, some other way. I totally agree. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, people are like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, that su- doesn't sound that stupid at all, you know, and maybe they will start dreaming big for themselves. It doesn't really matter. But, you know, I think the for me, the most important thing is to to try and, um, you know, be happy with the things in, in between. And, you know, don't look at failure as a as a as something bad. You know, yeah. if you fail, it doesn't matter. If you don't achieve your goals, it doesn't matter. You know, you have achieved something because you will always be further than you were when you started. And, totally you know, when you, when you don't achieve the goal, when it, it starts to get impossible or whatever, uh, you can always, you know, settle for where you are and then be happy with that. It doesn't matter.
1: Change, for me, later, do something different. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's, that's quite important. And now I got to the point where, you know, my dreams, you know, the things that I set out to do, they, they all came together sort of this summer. You know starting my own company at the same time i am sort of like rebuilding a house that you know i bought which was a dream to myself as well um yeah i don't know i mean having having the the, the job that i want um having the, the company that i was aiming for having a house um they're all big dreams and after this summer I mean I was completely tired I've worked a lot over the course of four years like a lot a lot yeah um I did all those things together at once and um you know I worked during the days for like 10 hours so I had a little bit of extra money to spend on remodeling the house and then in the evenings I was working for the company where I volunteered for in the beginning, back in 2017, 18 and nineteen, and in the weekends, I you know I was working on the house and doing the hours into that, and then you know, so it tired me, tired me out, and then exactly. as soon, as, yeah, as soon as I finished one thing, um, you know, I I came up with the next, and um, and doing that for like four years straight has, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, it is tiring but like when I, I do it now i'm like i mean i'm young i have a lot of energy still yeah <laughs> and it's a good time to do because it it's it a very in, big investment in my future and now it all came together so i can relax a little bit more but i didn't really you know the end of this summer i was so tired as well because of the summer and having all these these things that you know it broke me up a little bit and um i lost the concept of you know being appreciative of the things that I already have and yeah sort of lost myself into aiming for these bigger things so this year um I don't know this year or how long it's going to be but I I sat down for a bit and you know go a little bit back to to myself and to thinking like look why don't you just calm down a little you know mm. you just live in the things that you have now start to appreciate that and been doing that for maybe a month now and nice a lot of you know I had a lack of energy I wasn't feeling that well um, you know mentally and physically I I, I had a lack of energy Uh, but coming back to the whole point of like look look what you've got look what you achieved already instead of you know aiming further I think you know that will give me another boost to go back into you know The next year. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I should slow down just a little bit, enjoy all these things. Because when I was in, you know, Australia, at your place, my dream was to, you know, have a little bit of a passive income. So I don't really have to work, have a house, or I mean, not have to work, but like I can go traveling and don't have all the financial like burdens that, uh, you know, don't allow me to travel anymore. Because I have to be at you home, know, you know, I've got um, a house to pay off, you know, a debt. And now, you know, I, I build a house in a place where I can rent it out when I go go away. Nice. Um, and that was one of the goals as well. But I sort of forgot why I did it in the first place. You know, yeah. so maybe this year I can go a little bit more easy on myself and start to enjoy a little bit more free time, and, you know, enjoy the places where I can go to because of work and maybe, you know, visit a few new destinations for myself as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: nice. I think it's a very, that's something that I'm trying to teach myself at the moment and listening to you talk about it, it, it really sort of sinks in for me as well. And it's really that, you know, we, we do sometimes we work so hard to get to this goal, as we were just saying, but we lose sight of, of why we're doing it and then we get so focused on trying to achieve this thing and forget about you know the journey that we've got as we were talking about before and the little things on the way and the the joy and the excitement and happiness of the day-to-day life and the small things and we get so run down when really if we take back and appreciate those small things and just be happy and enjoy the little bits that we've got and take a little bit of time off ourselves usually we've got so much more energy and we're so much more excited to continue on that we end up doing better in the long run and i find for myself I'm all or nothing well I used to be all or nothing and I think that's the wrong way to look at it because you'd go and work work harder then you just get burnt out and then you'd crash and stop you know it's that old tortoise and the hare sort of thing and I think the more we're able to continuously working on something bit by bit but also appreciating the day-to-day things and the small things that we can do and the the joy of life that is then it sort of becomes a bit more symbiotic and works works with it, it within itself to sort of grow and I think if you can do that it's more sustainable over a long period to achieve those bigger goals rather than just working your ass off and then crashing and working your ass off and crashing. But that's for me anyway. I don't know. It's for everyone, but that's what I feel.
0: Exactly. I mean, it also, yeah, I think that when you say that's for me, you know, you have to look at what works for you and works for yourself. And I think, like, you know, I think a podcast called The Success Shift and stuff, like, if you look at what success is in the bases, which is a very strange concept in a way because you can approach that from many many different yeah. angles. I think it's but, a subjective
1: thing, personally.
0: Yeah, but. exactly. It it is something different for everyone. The, the thing is, like, try not to let other people define your success. Totally. Because you know? that's the thing that I you know was has been most important for me at least the thing that I developed over, over the years that. You know, you define for yourself what success is. You can be motivated by other people or inspired, but you have to decide what like in what way you want to be successful or when you are successful. You can decide that for yourself. Like you can be successful at any point and any moment in your life with whatever you have. It doesn't really matter. Totally. That's so true i am successful you are successful yeah yeah i kind of that was a that was a long road for me as well you know i i'm very different from my family and they had different goals and when i grew up that was sort of like you know my goal as well because they were doing that and for me being successful meant doing the same thing as they did yeah it took me a lot of you know work to find my own path and it took me quite a while but you know, once that, that, that sort of thought of, of my own success, like, what is success? And how do I define it for myself, when I got the grasp of all of that, you know, it didn't really matter anymore. And it's really liberated me from a lot of a lot of things that held me back, actually, yeah, instead of, you know, made me to grow and getting bigger and better,
1: removing those limiting beliefs sort of thing, because you would probably so, so tied down I mean I, I sort of came from the whole go to u- university engineering background so for me going off on the other path after I got my degree and just turning down a job opportunity and, you know doing a full right turn I found the same sort of thing well for me to take a while to actually let go of like this is success for me because I'm not made for that even though my family did schooling and stuff like that and that's sort of what we were all grown to do going left field and doing something different took a while for me to go, actually, this is my success. This is, you know, all the things that I've done in the last five years of traveling, the the journeys I've had, the memories I've got, that to me is success. And I think exactly as you said before, you can be successful at any single point of any day when you decide that that's successful. And I think the concept of acknowledging the successes, the little things and saying that you're successful and having that, um, that personality of I am a successful person really helps to have more successes and fill your life with positive energy and more drive to the next thing whereas if you're always saying that you know I'm a failure I haven't done this so I'm, I'm not meeting this level of success then it becomes hard to keep going and you lose that drive and that motivation so I think as you said you know it's completely up to you you can be successful at any point and I think it's good to acknowledge that well for me anyway
0: yeah no definitely definitely I mean that's a cool thing. I mean, I, I've taken a different path than like most of the things just because I, I didn't really not like, I didn't feel like there was a path that was fit for me, yeah. sort of. Um, and, you know, looking at my travels and stuff, you know, m- meeting all these people uh, back in Australia and all the other things, a lot of them had big dreams and, and probably still have them. Um, and a lot of them also achieved all of it. Uh, but I also noticed that a couple of them, they came back and they, they, you know, they sort of went back into their, own, you know, their safe spot sort of, yeah. which is not a bad thing per se, but like, I, know, I, f- I found out that, you know, some people find it hard to still break free from all of those, those, you know.
1: Old paradigms.
0: Yeah, exactly. And one of the coolest things that happened to me this summer was, you know, like I took this path and it took me a lot of a lot of work to get here. And then um, in Sweden, one of the guys from crew like he he was at this sort of like folk folk, like in 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 rows, he didn't really know what to do. His family said like, you got to do this and that like, um, they they pointed him in a certain direction. um, But he didn't really want to he wanted to go and, and, you know, make music and yeah. um you know travel and do all these things and um we, we sat at the campfire at some point and then uh, i don't know i just sort of came out of uh, out of myself and i i, t- I told them look it, you know it's going to be hard work if you take a path that's not already laid out you know if you go and study they tell you do this 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 and you will have that you will achieve that you have a road you know what to do you have a, a program steps to take. If you don't follow that, if you take your own thing, you have to do that as well. You yeah. know, you have to find the steps. You to, exactly. You have to find the steps you have to think of, it. you know, it's going to be more work, it's going to be more difficult. If you set out to do it, if you have the motivation to do it, the inspiration to do so you will probably have more fun doing it anyway like and if you have more fun you have a very big smile on your face yeah and you know all all the people that are back home and they you know they tell you how to do things and tell you do this and that they can argue any single thing that you tell them they can argue why to go to school or why to do this or why to do that they have a lot of arguments for that but If you tell them with a very big smile that what you are doing is what you need to do, they can't argue that smile. They will never be able to argue that smile. If you are happy in doing what you do, it doesn't matter what argument they have. Go back to that smile and say, look, I am very happy. It doesn't matter what I do. I am very happy. And you can tell me that it doesn't, you know, it's not the right path or it's not, but I am happy. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my life. Yeah, And I think in a way, that's already a lot more than some people, actually. <laughs>
1: I think, it's, yeah, a lot more than a lot of people. I, I love that. You can't argue with a smile. You just can't. Like, you oh. can try argue at it. If the person's still smiling, then you then you lose. And most people start arguing towards a smile, and they don't want to argue anymore because they're like, "You're happy. I just want to be happy with you. I don't want to fight that. Sure, just do what you want, man. Exactly. As long as you are happy. I love that. I really I really like that. It's a funny concept, and I just have an envision of. my... In my mind of you know, someone's mum, you you gotta be doing this and then the the response is just a big smile like happy. I'm happy uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, that's a really yeah. good
1: perspective. I, I really like that actually. All right, Patty, it's coming up to the hour. We've been yarning for almost an hour. These it, things fly. Sometimes I look down and I don't even realise that we've gone for almost an hour. But I will I'll wrap it up here. But I've got two final questions um which I ask mm. everyone. And the first one is what would be the one thing you'd go back and tell yourself at 17?
0: Wow. When I was 17. Mm. I think, I don't know. It sounds very, maybe a bit corny, but you know, basically just, it's going to be okay. Yeah. that's. (laughs) I mean, at that time, I have, I had no clue what to do. I mean, I, it was it's not like I was very scared of of not knowing it, but you know, if, if I were to come across myself during that age and <laughs> I saw my grown up self and stuff saying like, look, don't worry, mate, just
1: just chill out, man.
0: it's going to be okay.
1: <laughs> Talking all gonna be like that
0: do it with a smile though yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. I have a very big smile I was like look it's going to be okay yeah. then it smiling. would have helped a lot yeah yeah it, it would have taken it doesn't matter you know from that moment on probably was like okay I'm doing this you know I don't really know if it's the right path but you know it will it will you know it will be okay so
1: yeah. I don't know if this is right but I, I was told it's going to be okay so let's just keep going well <laughs> I, I suppose that brings back to what you were saying before you know like just going with the flow and that's how you ended up sort of where you are so yeah just, it's gonna be okay just put a smile on your face and continue on i love that all right second question if you could have the answer to any question in the world the complete truthful answer to any question what would that question be
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey. That's, all right well you know just you know asking the little questions i guess <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh i, hey, I, I like to people with that it. one it's a it's a, yeah, yeah, a that thing yeah yeah that's very good that you know any question in the world Ha huh, there's there's a lot of questions though but like if i think about all these questions like, like look if, you know think about the question for example like how am i going to die you don't really want to know that because it, it you know it complicates so complicates many things everything. And,
1: yeah
0: you know, there's so many questions and i think about all right but what if what if i knew that you know would it would be change it or... would it be would it, yeah would it change anything would it be we'll will have more fun or less fun you know like how to become rich then you know how to become rich
1: yeah
0: and, and then, then you'll get was the journey but then, <laughs> Exactly. Then you you can get it whatever you want. But will it be more fun? I don't know. Like um, <laughs> huh, I think oh, me. <laughs> I
1: like this reaction, this is why I asked this question.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Then even you know, the one of the questions that pop up is like, Well will I be happy when I die? But then if if if, if the answer is no, it's like <laughs> Well, what's the point? <laughs> It's like, how am I going to change that? Then it would be so much more difficult, you know, like yeah. the, the main goal shifts to changing that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of questions, but I'm not sure if I'm ready for those answers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, if you can't find one, your, your response and, and and watching your mind explode with the question was a good enough for me. So if you don't have an answer, up I, I can settle for your for your response of watching your brain just go, oh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> will i ever be able to answer this question
1: <laughs> yeah, There you go. Well, if you get a yes is that the answer or are you going to be waiting to, to answer it again yeah.
0: what oh, is that a follow-up question is like when
1: yeah. when <laughs> uh, do time. i
0: recognize it when i've got the answer it's like i don't know
1: <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> that was a better response than an actual answer i think i really enjoyed that <laughs>
0: Oh, mate, you smile so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it. That's it. You left me smiling. That's the main thing. Uh, all right, Pat. This has been absolutely amazing. Did you have a? I don't know if you guys are still doing bookings or anything like that. Do you have a website that you wanted to share with anyone listening to come and book a um, retreat or one of your camps? I mean, I yeah.
0: Like yeah, the the website is is you know then the name of the company is is called Travel Base. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, people can just like Google it, and there's a there's a couple of things we've got. You know, Belgium and Dutch website as well. We are looking into going to Germany actually, um, starting off in Germany and France as well. So it is not completely. Um, I don't know. It's not all over Europe yet. It's just these four countries that um, we're we're mainly focusing on with marketing and stuff. But we do have people visiting from you know English based languages and stuff as well. So. Yeah, just um, just look into travel base, and that will yeah get you where you want to be.
1: Perfect. So there it is. If you want to go camping in these awesome wilderness places, might even see myself on one because the more we talk about it, the more I am tempted to come and join you on one. But travel base, so search it. There's a website, and uh, you can book from there, right? You can book on the website.
0: Yeah, book on the website. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs>
1: All right, Pat, well, it's been absolutely amazing chatting with you again. It's been awesome getting to reconnect with you after a while and spending these last few weeks connecting um, as much as we have. I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll be t- in touching base a lot in the, in the future. Uh, anyone that is listening to this um, on YouTube or Facebook, please send some love. Um, if you're watching the replay, we'd love to hear where you're coming from and any thoughts on the travel base side of thing if you want to book it Place uh, a, a tour if you're going to go check it out. Um, other than that, I'm going to leave it here. We'll be back next week with episode ten. We finally made it to ten. If you've been following along, <laughs> you realize that this is a sort of stumble, forward fail, fast kind of show where I've spur of the moment decided to make it, and we're figuring it out as we go along. So hopefully, as the shows progress, so does uh, the performance and the whole value that you get out of the shows. So I really hope you, you're enjoying it so far, and um, yeah, tune in next week, same time, 6 p.m. CET. We'll have another guest for you. But other than that, I guess we'll leave it at that. All right, Pat, really appreciate it. Peace out. No worries. I'll speak to you later.
0: Thanks very much.
1: No worries.